Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. I'm your host, Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Like the great Vin Scully said, in the history of the Brooklyn and Los Angeles Dodgers, nothing has ever come easy, and either will the NLDS, because the Dodgers are now firmly in the dogfight with the Padres. Of course, they're going to do things the hard way. They had opportunities tonight. The offense was putrid in the clutch. Two games. 19 runners left on base. L.A. 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position tonight. They just couldn't get the big hit. We're going to break it all down. Clayton Kershaw, he did not have his best stuff at all. It was still a gutsy, grinded-out performance. The fact they even got five innings out of Kershaw, based on how he looked at times, I think, was impressive and a testament to his grit and competitive fire. But still, the Dodgers did not do enough tonight. We'll talk about sending Austin Barnes to the plate late. Was that the right decision? My question is, what is the status of Chris Taylor's health because if he's not healthy enough he doesn't belong on this roster if he isn't a guy you can trust to go up there and put together a better at bat than Austin Barnes did there and yeah Austin Barnes was kind of on that ball but he did miss it but yeah we're gonna bring it all down from top to bottom there's so much to get into lots of drama lots of excitement in this game but look the bottom line the Dodgers they're having issues manufacturing runs they're just not able to put together runs tonight three runs tonight they all came via the home run ball another home run from Trey Turner That was great, but some bad defense from Trey Turner tonight. You saw him just make make the air. You saw him just not play that crisp defense. And it really didn't didn't cost him the second time, but it cost him the first time. We're going to break it all down. The defense wasn't there. And you had the home run from Freeman to set it off to tie things up there in the first. You had the home run from Max Muncie. But all in all, not getting enough offense from this team. Three runs tonight, all via the home run ball. And no runs after the third inning during this series. So, yeah, you look at both games. Dodgers just not cashing in on base runners. We're going to break it all down. Mookie Betts, he hit that double tonight, but he didn't come through in some big spots. We're going to break it all down, guys. Here we go. We got um, even uh, Mr. Classic. Even before this game, I was worried about Kershaw from Mr. Classic. Even uh, we got why don't we bunt? Every other manager has done it in these playoffs. That's from Jose Rod 05. Yeah, there were certain situations where maybe you do lay that bunt down. I think when you talk about the 
the at-bat with Trey Turner, where second pitch, second pitch, Trey Turner, he he ends up hitting that he ends up hitting that uh, that ground ball to Manny Machado. That was a perfect situation. But I mean, this that, this team wins through slugging. I mean, you're not going to see bunts in those situations. But yeah, we're, we'll get into it. But yeah, the, with the uh, the situation there where the Dodgers just not being able to get those big hits, not able to really just generate legitimate offense other than the home run balls. And I think that has been really one of the big issues. And really, the Dodgers, they took some punches in the mouth tonight, and they didn't respond at certain times. And yeah, give credit to this Padres offense. They were relentless, getting to Clay and Kershaw, working that pitch count up. And Manny Machado, he put a good swing on one to get them on top early on. But yeah, we have a lot to get uh, we have a lot to get into on this one, guys. But let's start with some of your takes. I want to make sure I get a lot of your takes here, and then I'll, I'll tell you where, where I'm at with this series and what the Dodgers need to do. I tried to will and manifest a sweep. I said on the preview show, my heart says a sweep, but my brain says a five-game series because this Padres team, this team was designed and built and constructed to compete with this Dodgers team, and they're doing just that. Even last night, the Dodgers didn't play their best. They go 0 for 17 against the Padres bullpen, and tonight, yeah, the Dodgers, what could more can you say? The offense just not did not get that big hit. We're going to go inning by inning in a second. But here, words of encouragement, please, Doug. That's from Vibe. Words of encouragement are this team is still in a position where we know they can go to San Diego and win. They're going to have to get to Blake Snell. They're going to have to hope that, look, Blake Snell in his last start, he didn't have the command. It was a short outing for him. But also, we saw what he did to the Dodgers in game six of the 2020 World Series. Blake Snell has had success against this Dodgers team. It will get there for sure but um we will break this entire game down who no small ball that's from pound for pound no clutch hitting wtf yeah there's opportunity after opportunity tonight dmac do you think cody bellinger should have hit in the eight that's my first question to you guys let's discuss that one right off the bat do you think that cody bellinger should have been sent up there in the eighth inning because yes cody bellinger has struggled against left-handed pitching make no mistake about it but also he does have a home run against josh Hader in his career you also lose his defense in that spot and Austin Barnes is a guy that has played much better down the stretch. He's improved significantly at the plate. But that at that situation, I still think Cody Bellinger, yeah, you want to get that platoon advantage. And it was pretty obvious what Doc was going to do there. But in that situation, you don't have the best options coming uh, coming off the bench. And the, I, the odds of Austin Barnes going up there and getting a base hit against, against Hayter are unlikely with that approach. And... Yeah, I mean, the first pitch, he fouled it off. It was an elevated fastball. The second one, he flies out to center. I think the question I have is, if you're looking for a guy that against a lefty, Hanser Alberto is supposed to be good against lefties, and Hanser Alberto wasn't as good against lefties this season as we had hoped, but you leave him off the roster and you have Chris Taylor on the roster only to not use him in that spot. I was thinking that, okay, for sure we're going to get at bat from CT3, cold off the bench. Yes, high velocity. Yes, that's a tall order if Hater's on, but still, what is his role if he's not going to be used in that situation? I didn't feel very confident with Austin Barnes up there, but so what are your takes on that one? Um, it's a wake-up call for sure. That's from Anthony Keene. Yeah, I think this team just expects to win. You think with your 111-win season that you're just going to win and the Padres are just going to roll over because you had taken 15 out of 20 against them. You have dominated them. No, this is a Padres team that truly believes they can win. This team is a win-now team. So I think with this Dodgers team, is it a wake-up call? Yeah, but if you need this to be a wake-up call, are you a championship team in the first place? That would be my question. 
111-win team. Like I said, failure is not an option in this series. Here's what's at stake. The Dodgers lose this series to the San Diego Padres. You can't call them little brother ever again. You got to retire the little brother thing. If the Dodgers, if they beat the Dodgers team that has a franchise record, 111 wins, a team that was the favorite to win the World Series, the Padres win that, I don't want to hear any little brother talk. Let me just put that out there right now because this Dodger team, they need to step up because this, this, and I, I, there's a lot of things I didn't like about this game. I didn't like Trinan in that spot. Blake Trinan, the stuff there, Cronenworth, he absolutely crushed that one. And the bottom of the order continues to struggle for the Dodgers. But, yeah, let's look at some of these opportunities for L.A. and talk about Clayton Kershaw's outing, too, because Kershaw could have given up, could have served up even more runs than he did in this outing. And Kershaw did not have his best stuff tonight. And you were hoping for a better outing from Kershaw when you consider the fact that his last, since he returned from the injury, he was pitching very well. He was pitching very confident, and he looked healthy physically. But tonight, he just didn't have the feel for that slider there were a couple times tonight where it appeared that yeah maybe he does have the feel for the slider but the strikeout to Grish and the strikeout to Nola but other than that he was laboring out there and that one thing I was I was discussing in the previous couple days was hey how about we know that uh, Will Smith gives him a better opportunity to hit we know that Will Smith is one of the best hitters in the league the best hitting catcher in the league but Austin Barnes the pivotal role he played behind the dish as a game caller, as a guy that made pitchers feel comfortable. Did you lose Austin Barnes's catching ability, his defensive ability tonight? That's a question I have. It's a toss up from here. What did I say a few days ago? You lose game two. You lose one of these first two home games. It's a coin flip series. Belly looks terrible. Hey, Belly was able to get a hit late in this game that helped spark that rally. I mean, if you if the seventh inning, I mean, the Dodgers, let me, we'll go through this in a second, but I want to read here. There. We got Dodgers Basura from Steven. Okay, enjoy your win. Don't you have a parade to attend? Okay, your first postseason win in a 162-game season since 1900 or something, 1906, 2006, whatever it is. Trace Thompson needs to be benched. That's from Nando 390. Yeah, Trace Thompson, I thought, against Hayter, I thought that was a pretty impressive at-bat, the fact that he was able to come back and draw that walk there. But, yeah, Tra- Trace Thompson not doing too much for the Dodgers at the plate. And But the thing is, if if Trace Thompson isn't going to play, I mean, you got a lefty going next, Joey Gallo, you're not going to start him. Is Chris Taylor even right? Can he even start? Would you, ch- would you choose to go with Miguel Vargas over Trace Thompson? So I think that we don't truly know the whole story as far as who's limited right now. So, yeah, but Trace Thompson, make no mistake about it, he hasn't looked great this series. He looks outmatched at times at the plate, but it was nice to see him draw that walk there. But yeah, the the issue with this this game, this game in particular, is yes, Kershaw did not have his best outing. And we'll get into that in just a second. We'll break that all down. But the offense, they are to blame for tonight's loss. The offense had opportunity after opportunity. They had more traffic on the bases than the 405 freeway at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, okay? This team needs to put together rallies. You can't rely on the home run ball every single time. And the Dodgers, they did that tonight. Three runs tonight, all via the home run ball, but just not enough offense. But here we go. We got don't uh, put JT in anymore from Gilbert Ruiz. We got 
Let's go down to the, the fresh ones. We got uh, offense was so sloppy. Sorry. Uh, we don't have enough starting pitching. Joe Durango. Hey, you're, sp- you're preaching to the choir. I was the one guy who said the Dodgers need more starting pitching. Everyone's like, oh, this roster is fine. They're okay. They have enough starting pitching. Okay. Um, EP, leaving 10 on base with no run scored. You can't win like that. Matt, Mookie pop up with one strike every time. Yeah, the at-bat quality from Mookie Betts has just den- been downright awful at times during the, in this in this series. Yesterday, you saw even the first at bat, it was a it was it wasn't the, the worst at bat. A two two county took strike three, looking on that cutter away, and yeah, he had oper- and he was able to get that double late in the game that went under the glove of Trent Grisham, but. Yeah, I mean, that's a play where, yeah, I mean, he was able to get that double in that situation. But for the most part, Mookie Betts needs to step up. You saw him the last inning there, just a pop up into shallow left field. That's just not going to get it done. We got Lux hitting to the double play. That's from Craig Osterberg. Mookie overrated. We got he's too worried about bowling from Dave Zander. TKO trade caused the turning point. Yeah, so let's, yeah, let's get right into it. So. We'll start. We'll start at the top. We'll start this. Well, let's get Mr. B, uh, his comments are going too fast. So we got, we got uh, Mookie smiles too much and strikes out. Looking, Alex. We got Mookie. Uh, Mookie's still bowling. FS1 ball washing the Madres from P Daddy Seven. Does Lux know how to bunt? That's from Scott Schaefer. Mr. Classic Padres learn to win from the Mets. Mike M. Dodgers didn't get clutch hits. That's it. Yeah, I mean you can go down the list tonight of the opportunities the Dodgers had. You can start with the fourth inning. They had runners on. Runners on first and second with one out after the JT walk, followed by a Gavin Lux single. Trace, Terse, Trace Thompson, he strikes out swinging three straight sliders. The next batter, Cody Bellinger, he goes down swinging on four pitches. So that's the first opportunity. Then you jump to the bottom of the fifth. Mookie Betts draws that leadoff walk, and then he's caught stealing. Yes, it was a perfect throw, but he gets caught stealing. And then jump to the bottom of the sixth. Will Smith singles to start the inning. Max Muncy singles to deep right. Didn't make it to second there. That's that's what I was looking at because Max Muncy wasn't able to get to second base on that. So that sets the Dodgers up with runners on first and third. And I was hoping, hey, you get to second, you take out that double play. And then Smith and then Dodgers had runners on first and second. No outs. And out goes Darvish. In comes Suarez. So the Dodgers, their first look at one of their big high leverage pieces. Let's see how they perform. And Next batter, JT, he looked totally outmatched. Justin Turner looked outmatched during in that at bat, and it, he should have struck out on the on the pitch prior, but still he ends up swinging and missing on that 101-mile-per-hour fastball for the first out, and then Gavin Lux, first pitch grounded into a double play. Bad approach there by Gavin Lux. I did not like that at bat. That's the poor at bat quality I'm talking about. In that situation, one out, runners on the corners, the state of that game, five to three game or a four to three game you're in a situation there where you have to put a better better approach together take a couple pitches get yourself into a hitter's count but no first pitch aggressive on the changeup. he grounds into that double play a great turn there by Kim it was a nice a nice job by Cronenworth so yeah it was the baseball gods giveth yesterday with that big four six three double play in the sixth and then they also giveth to the Padres today with a game saving four six three double play in the sixth but so Suarez was dishing. That's from Alex Renteria. We got Dodgers. Offense looked like the Padres tonight. It's from Brittany Matlock. Dylan Hare, they can def they can Brittany uh, they can def afford to take a pitch or two in those situations. Gary A. People say Lux can be the future shortstop. A clown emoji from Gary A. By the way, I'm looking for that comment of the night. If I see that, you're gonna see one of these. If you bring a fire take, you're gonna see one of these. Tony Gonson announced as the starter for game three. Thank you for that. Um Luis, I agree. 
a yup choke fest from Neil Dodgers Basur. We got uh, this is embarrassing. Kershaw. Oh, this is embarrassing. Kershaw's my boy, but tonight, damn, bro, WTF. Yeah, we'll get into Yeah, so Kershaw was not at his best tonight. And I think you wanted a really solid start from Clay and Kershaw just to start the postseason off right. He had looked amazing lately. The way he had looked lately in his last start, the nine punch-outs against the Rockies, like I said, a one five four ERA, so much success against the Padres throughout his career. But tonight, you saw how it started off. He gets Kim to ground to short for the first out, Soto fly to second, and then 2-1 pitch to Manny Machado. He homers to left to give the Padres a 1-0 lead. That was just a straight-up meatball pitch. That was a cement mixer meatball there by Clay and Kershaw. Manny Machado put a good swing on it, and it puts the Padres on top by a score of one to nothing. So that was his fourth fourth home run of his career against Kirsch. Need to score more with runners on. Yeah, 0 for 8 with running scoring position tonight. Two games combined, they've left 19 runners on base. Like the great Aaron Rodgers says, R-E-L-A-X. You can tell this team is seriously not worried. Don't be surprised if they sweep the next two games. Daniel, nothing would surprise me with the Dodgers. But you could see a, as we've seen what happened in 2020, where they came back down three to one against the Braves. You also saw what happened in 2019 when they lost at home against the Nationals. You're all, you never know what you're going to see with this Dodgers team. Uh, Curse let me down. I wanted him to dominate. Yeah, so he comes back after giving up that home run to Machado. 3-2 pitch to Jury. He gets him looking at strike three for the third out of the inning. Nice four-seam fastball, but yeah, that home run ball to Machado. You'll live with a solo shot from from. Clayton Kershaw, and it was a small miracle that he ended up pitching five innings. But here we go, Padres beta. Beta? No, Padres beta. Uh, too many left on base from Careless Whisper. We got Neil. They need to pitch Machado under his chin going forward. Offense, defense, the Dodgers sucks from Isabel. These announcers were Padres homers from Jim. Do you guys think the, do- the announcers were Padres homers? It does feel like that. It does feel like they're trying to buy into this big story, this Dave versus Goliath theme they're trying to build. But who cares, man? I don't even listen to these uh, these guys they can't tell me anything i don't know about the dodgers anyway i just i listen to rick monday and charlie steiner on the radio it's much more entertaining i would definitely highly recommend that rick monday's the man uh leaving 10 on base will never get it done that's from steve you got pizza mcgee maybe mlb told roberts to lose to get more games to get more revenue pizza i don't think that was the case uh why didn't barnes catch today oscar prince i mean the idea was you put your best hitting lineup together and will smith was behind the dish but yeah so you look at the you jump to yeah, the bottom of the first. It was nice to see Freddie Freeman, 3-1 count. Freddie Freeman, he crushed a bomb to center to tie things up at one. Hanging cutter, that tied things. Then top of the second, Kershaw against gives himself some more trouble. I mean, Cronenworth flies to the left for the first down, then a 1-1 pitch to Myers. He singles to right on the curve. Then 0-2 pitch pro far. He singles to center to give the Padres runners on first and second. And he did a nice job getting himself out of this jam. He throws that wild pitch and and Profar and Myers and Profar advance to second and third on the play. And he ends up getting himself out of this jam. He fell behind 3-1 to Kirsch, and he comes back, loads the count full, strikes him out with that filthy, filthy slider for the second out, and then with two outs and runners on second and third, he strikes out Nola with a slider to get out of the jam. So at that point, I was starting to feel better about the fact that he did find the feel for that slide piece, but it wasn't. Uh, it proved to be still shaky after that. But here we go. We got Turner managed to lock up and lose his contract in the same night. That is from uh, that's from Boob Nightingale. We're, we're uncomfortable at Petco Park. We're comfortable at Petco Park. That's for Matt Quintana. Yeah, the Dodgers aren't going to be rattled by this. They're going to have to go out there, regroup, and just 
and just ha- just regroup at the plate and put themselves in a better position. And I think when they watch the tape, when they review everything, they're going to see tonight that they were a little too aggressive in some of these situations where they had an opportunity to put up some runs. We talked about Gavin Lux, first pitch, changeup. He, he puts it in play, he hits into a double play, and you end the inning there on a first and third with one out. And we'll, we'll talk about some more of these opportunities. Will DMAC, Alex Renteria. Will Smith missed a huge opportunity to deliver with the bases loaded. That was the game right there. We'll talk about that it too as well. What's up, DMAC? Sending you that LA213 love. How are we feeling, Dodger Nation? That's from Dodger Babe. Yeah, we'll be fine. Let's just break this all down. Then we'll get back to looking at the Michelada half full. But uh, then you look at that bottom of the second. Max Muncy down 0-2. And Dodgers got some breaks tonight. Let's be honest. Max Muncy down 0-2 in the count. He takes a 69-mile-per-hour breaking ball from you Darvish and it was clearly a strike it should have been strike three and then Muncy he takes advantage of the second chance he ends up fouling off two straight pitches takes a ball to make it a 2-2 count then on the seventh pitch of the at bat Muncy homers to center to put the Dodgers up two to one so another home run by the Dodgers Max Muncy goes deep and you're starting to feel good about that but the Dodgers another missed opportunity there in the second inning JT he singled to right then Lux he strikes out swinging four-seam fastball. Thompson, he goes down swinging, four-seam fastball. Bellinger, he goes down swinging on a four-seam fastball. So three straight strikeouts with JT on first. Then you jump to the top of the third. We'll break that down as well. But what are your thoughts, guys, on a how on your, on your freak-out factor, on your freak-out factor, 10 being the most freaked-out, one being the least, least freak-out. What is your freak-out factor at right now for the Dodgers in this series? On a scale of 1 to 10, is it time to push that panic button? Let me know down below. Dodgers are toes from Ho- Joe Gonzalez. We got this is why we need Joe Davis announcing shockwave games. I like that one. Uh, Blake Snell. We got uh, Payne. Too many chances to score and couldn't get it done. We got who starts at left on Friday. Matthew, 499. Appreciate that super chat. We got uh, would this be. I'll just screenshot this. I can see it. We, uh, would this. We got would this be worse. Lost your comment. One second. Would. Would this be worse? Uh, Dodger postseason loss of the Padres win this series. Would this be the worst? It would definitely be up there for sure. Uh, ten from Jared. We got two from Boomer Assassin. We got seven from Joe Dev. A four from our man Armando Moreno. We got ten from T3P. Six from Joe Gonzalez. A six from Michael Carrillo. We got Mookie attempted to steal second. Uh, base pissed me off. LMAO, that's from Navim. Yeah, it was just a really good throw. You got to give him credit on that throw there. But SD bullpen is that good. That's from Brian Kim. Look, the, the back end of their bullpen, I mean, the Dodgers are definitely making them look better than they really are. But you saw tonight the Dodgers got their first look at some of their high leverage guys. Suarez, I thought Martinez, they got a hit off of him. They got a hit off of Hader there with Freddie Freeman, but yeah, I mean, the Dodgers just not doing enough, not putting enough pressure on, and it's uncharacteristic, too, from this offense that's known to, to work that pitch kind of. Gary A says three, as is your freakout factor on a scale of one to ten. Jenny Vegas says seven. Marcelo says eight. Sergio says three over on YouTube. Jay Moles 83 says five. We got to 199 Super Chat. I have a hard time pinch hitting for belly. Lame. Yeah, you just never know. Yes, of course, you play the lefty, righty, the, the platoon splits, and this and that 
but still it's Cody Bellinger and, and sometimes what he does at the plate in big spots is unexplainable so when it seems unlikely and Josh Hader he he homered off Hader in Milwaukee a few years ago but uh, worse than 2019 if we lose to the Nationals oh no question about it uh, it'd be worse because I mean that Nationals team went on to win the World Series but uh, the Fraud Rays won't win again from Andrew G uh, Choke Fest from Ivan negative FX4 Thomas errors from Trey and an unhealthy CT3 stands out for me it's over from Pizza McGee. Dodgers bats wake the hell up. Okay, so let's jump to we got Snell was very tough on Snell's very tough on Mookie. That's a rusty snail says, yo, shout out El Monte. I'll shout out El Monte. What up, El Monte? Uh, how about good night, Los Angeles from Matt? We got 10 from Juan Ma. That's your freak out factor. One from Ryan O'Montez. Ryan O'Ryan Montez. This is nothing to really fear at all, especially with us winning last night. Yeah, but you do put yourself in a spot where the Padres, they've reset their rotation. They didn't, they got, they still got some length out of you, Darvish. And even though the Dodgers were able to get home runs off him, they still got some length from him. And the bottom line is if this team doesn't turn around with runners in scoring position and start performing better in the clutch, they're not going to advance in this series. And that has been the issue. I mean, we'll continue to break it down, but we've already gone through so many examples of situations where the Dodgers had opportunities early in innings with no outs, the runners in scoring position, and just just not put themselves in a position to score more runs and just get that big hit. But easy on Kershaw, that error and a couple of hits after the third uh, third freaking inning, and you'd be singing a different tune. Yeah, I think Kershaw, I'm not going, you don't hear me going that hard on Kershaw. I think that Kershaw didn't have his best stuff, still grinded his way through five innings, allowed three runs. That still gives you a chance to win. And when you're this Dodgers offense that has led Major League Baseball in pretty much every single statistical category you want to lead in, they they were first in the league at 278 with runners in scoring position heading into this one. You would feel good about the fact that you could score some runs, but let's not forget Darvish is a horse as well. When Darvish is on, if you look at his pitch mix, if you look at his pure stuff, he is nasty. And uh, once he settles down, he's able to go and pitch multi- to, to go deeper into games, and he's able to not get rattled during big spots. I mean, he shook off that Muncie home run, even though he should have had the strike three. I mean, he's a workhorse out there, but Kershaw always pitches better when Barnes is behind the plate. They both have a great connection when Kong pitches. Yeah, I brought that point and a lot of people thinking that, hey, it's just it's meaningless because Will Smith because look, you could still, of course, you could put Will Smith at DH. You could you could have a situation where you put if you want if you want Muncie in the game, you sit Lux and you have JT at third, or you have Muncie at third. You have you have Gavin Lux at second. You sit JT. I mean, sometimes you got to make some tough decisions, but uh, I think that for me, if whatever puts it, and if you look at the numbers too, uh, Kershaw pitched well with Will Smith behind the plate, a 211 ERA in nine starts, and with with uh, Austin Barnes was 13 starts at around two, like 30, just a very minimal difference. But uh, yeah, it's very different in the postseason. But the bottom line is, what would Austin Barnes behind the plate do about? Kershaw not having the feel for his slider, not having his best stuff. But here we go. A couple more comments, and we will keep breaking down this game. Want to talk about Kershaw's inning there in the third. Want to talk about this offense late in the game. Want to talk about Blake Trinan. Want to talk about the decision to pinch hit more. Want to talk about the rally goose. A negative 10, so you're very confident. from Andrew G. We've got uh, – they don't play small ball. we got a five from P. Cortez. 
Uh, Armanda, a trade should sit in favor of CT3 of Healthy from Boomer Assassin. Kershaw never has his best stuff when it matters. Uh, if you look at his ERA, a 419 postseason ERA, good starts, bad starts today. I would say it was a rocky start that he gutted his way through. New here, what a weak performance by the offense. Let's go Dodgers. That's from FJ Lopez. Let's go Dodgers Stadium South. The Trace experiment is over. Yes or no question, is the Trace Thompson experiment, experiment over in your opinion? You did draw that walk, but still no hits for Trace Thompson. That swing is looking pretty long at the plate. It doesn't look, and he's fouling off some pitches, but it doesn't appear that he's in a great spot. And that was one of my big questions heading into this series. Can he translate what he did in the regular season where it was a Cinderella story and the whole cash considerations narrative? Could he recreate that in the postseason? So far, the answer is no. Padres humble y'all tonight. That's from Mac. We got you should have put Vargas on the roster. You should you should have put Vargas in the roster from Los Angeles. He is on the roster. They just didn't use him. Trinan is a no-go from Alex. Don't sit Lux. He's the one hitting. I'm not saying they should have sit Lux. I'm just saying there's other things the Dodgers could have done if they wanted Austin Barnes behind the plate with Clayton Kershaw in the mound. Gallo in. Too many players left off. Basically, yeah, top of the third inning, the Dodgers it was a... It was a one-two ends up being a – so Kershaw was up one and two in the count, ends up being a nine-pitch at bat, and then Kim reaches on that infield single to third, almost felt like a swinging bunt. Muncy charged it, and he tried to barehand it, and he, he wouldn't have gotten him at first no matter what, but Kim reaches. And then Soto first pitch, he singles to left, and it looked like it was going to be an easy first to third for San Diego, but Betts, he makes an excellent throw to keep it at first and second. So they were aggressive against Kersh early in the count, and there's an example there. First pitch swinging. Soda was ambushing and we got traces done. We got no need to panic a zero from Dodgers. Everything over on YouTube. Steve Schmidt, realistically, we're never going, we were never going to sweep Steve Schmidt. I mean, if this, if this offense executes tonight, I mean, they fell off a cliff. There was definitely a universe where this team could have swept. They had multiple opportunities at home to generate more runs and it was definitely in the cards. If you consider the advantage the Dodgers had with not having to play a wild card round, but yeah, I do agree with you. The Padres are a good team with a lot of talent but uh you seem real worried dmac you're scaring me 199 US. i'm not really I, to me to me it's i'm not worried i mean i worried to me i just i'm just ready for the outcomes of whatever happens i've rode the highest highs in sports some low lows of my teams i'm just happy to to uh get to cover this team because uh, they always give you something to talk about let's just put it that way and uh, we all know they never make it easy but uh, we got uh dave roberts you got to learn to fight back that's what i said earlier i mean they took a punch and in, in this game, and they had multiple opportunities to come through in the clutch, and they just didn't. But uh, we got Trace can't see the ball well. I mean, look, there's a lot of focus on Trace Thompson, but I mean, you should be talking more about Mookie Betts than you are Trace Thompson down below. And Mookie did get that double. We should be talking about the other parts of that order and the fact the Dodgers just weren't able to come through in the clutch. But uh, so Soto first pitch, he reaches. And like I said, Betts makes an excellent throw to keep it at runners at first and second. And that brings up Manny Machado with no outs, runners on first and second. And Machado, he falls behind the count 2-0. And then he misses, misses, misses with two arm side fastballs. Then he fouls off a heater to make it 2-1. and one. And the next pitch, Manny Machado doubles down the line and left, scoring Kim to tie things up at two. Curveball that didn't have that sharp break or depth. And Manny Machado put a good swing on it, goes down the left field line for a double. And that's an example of the Padres 
they were coming through in the clutch. They were getting the big base hits with runners on base. That's been the difference in this series. Next game is ours from VSVP. By the way, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. I know the Dodgers didn't win tonight, but this is your show. I'm just hosting it here to get all your takes, so be sure to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. But here we go. Uh, Mookie needs to wake up. The offense starts with him. He has to set the table. Uh, you can't leave guys on third base with no outs twice. That's why we lost D-Mac. That's from Moose 1032. Big agree. We got uh, D-Mac is panicking. <laughs> I'm not panicking at all, man. <laughs> uh, to me, it's like, man, I always, always root for compelling storylines. I root for team hashtag content. And if this series goes five games, <laughs> that could be pretty interesting. Uh, and it make for some good baseball. And then look, it's the reality is it's going to be a dogfight at this point. This series, you're going to have a raucous crowd. The Dodgers have been going pretty hard. Dodger fans have going pretty have been going pretty hard buying tickets in the on the aftermarket, trying to fill that stadium down there at Dodger Stadium South. But now you're in a position where at least you have the advantage of you don't have to travel back east. You don't have to f- travel all the way to New York to face the Mets. You go right down to San Diego, same time zone. So we got to, we needed our we need to lose, we need to lose to get some fire in our blood. Dodgers, everything. Yeah, I like that take. It's a fire take. You want some fire? fire uh, that double play threw them over. Uh, for sure, Mookie is MIA from Boomer Assassin. Thompson out. Vargas in. That's from Jimmy Denson. I got the Padres in five. That's from Mac. Look like Mookie got cheated or something. Dave Roberts has some infatuation with Kershaw. This smells like 2019 or 2022. I don't think Kershaw was misused at all in tonight's game, and he ends up being the number two starter, and I think that's absolutely the right choice. Who would you have started in game two? Would you have started someone else? Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin? No way. I mean, especially when you look at how well Kershaw has been pitching of late. That's an easy decision, but getting back to that inning, Manny Machado, he ties it up at two. Then with no outs, runners on second and third, and Brandon Drury at the plate, he gets him swinging for the first out of the inning. So one out, gets him with that slider, and uh, yeah, and then we got oh, we got uh, only one loss. We got fifty percent of Dodgers and fifty percent Padres win this series. Yeah, down below, just let. What's your what's your gut tell you right now? You think the Dodgers end up winning this series? Do you think they come back? Do you think they, it's tied right now? But do you think they end up winning the next two? Do you think it's Dodgers in five? Give me your series predictions now. They were all tied at one. We got 51-50 Rams fan. Dodgers will win this series. Bank on that. 51-50 Rams fan, man. I like your your vibes these days, man. You're usually very Dodgers doom and gloom. But, yeah, he strikes out Drury. And then next batter... He gets ahead to Cronenworth, 0-2, and then he misses with the slider twice. Then he fouls off a four-seam fastball. Then he misses with that slider. And then on the seventh pitch, another slider. Cronenworth grounds it to first. And another run scores. That scored Soto to make it 3-2 Padres. And then he gets Myers to line to right. So he gets out of that inning. And then bottom of the third inning, another home run for Trey Turner. Trey Turner hits another bomb, his second of the postseason. That tied things up at three. So if you want to look at something to feel good about, definitely feel good about the fact that Trey Turner already has one more extra base hit during this postseason in two games than he did all of last season in two series in three series wild card series the nlds and the nlcs so trey turner is off to a good start especially in the power department that wasn't a gimme either i mean he absolutely hit a tank so trey turner he tied things up and then top of the fourth inning 
Kerr started to settle down. I mean, he goes one, two, three inning for Kerr. She got Profar swing at a curveball in the dirt. Ugly swing, by the way. Profar should just absolutely retire, announce his retirement after that swing he put on that curveball in the dirt. We got Dodgers in four from M. Santos over on YouTube. LA in five from James Batten. Dodgers in four. Ryan O'Ryan Montez. We got Fox. Dodgers in five. Mike, next game is a must win. 51-50. I'm a negative fan and still know the Dodgers win this. I appreciate and respect that. Luis Gratterall isn't sure on the mound. Yeah, we'll get to him for sure. Why do we keep playing Trace? This man has absolutely zero hits. Yeah, what did Doc say about Chris Taylor's status? Anyone know? Did he Was he asked about Chris Taylor in that situation? Did he, they talk about the fact that Austin Barnes maybe had a better shot against an elevated fastball? I'm guessing either he said that or did he say that that Trace Thompson was uh, uh, that that uh, Chris Taylor was unhealthier. He didn't feel good about him. Let me know down below. But uh, who wins next game? Will win it, bro. B Guzman. I think that's a pro- could be a fair assessment. I mean, who knows? I mean, you got to just win one of these next two. I mean, you got to win one of these next two to get it back to Dodger Stadium for a winner take all game five. Or you or win uh, if you lose one of these next two, that's the case. So the Dodgers, ideally, you take the next two in San Diego, you end the series there. But uh, of course, you got to win one of these next two just to give yourself a chance at home in game five where you have the pitching advantage. Will they go with the Clevenger again who got rocked in game one? Will you go with the Udarvishan short rest who's never done that? Will you throw out a Sean Mania who's been terrible? Will you have some bullpen style game? I guess they could do that but this is their world series okay this is the Padres world series if they win this series it's a successful season the Dodgers lose this series it's a catastrophic disaster like I said the Dodgers will either be the chumps or the champs and it's up to them to decide what they want to do but again Kershaw would have been great with Barnes I mean I was making that case as well but uh here we go jumping to the bottom of the fourth inning like we talked about another opportunity Muncie fly to center for the first out JT draws that four pitch walk Lux singled to right to set the Dodgers up with runners on first and second one out. Trey Thompson struck out swinging. Bellinger struck out swinging. So the bottom of the order there with Thompson and Cody Bellinger not producing enough. But the negativity is just my coping mechanism. I'm with you, my man. I'm totally with you, man. For me, it's a uh, laughter is healing, man. Just, there's nothing that's off limits when it comes to jokes. But uh, Daniel, game three is a very big game. Dodgers in five. Do you guys think, what do you think is the biggest key for the Dodgers? Dodgers to turn it around. Let me know down below. Let's keep jumping back into this comment section. Dodgers in five, unfortunately. Matt Riggs. Dodgers must win against Snell. That's Mookie as a Dodger over on YouTube. We need a new manager with a strategy, strength, and fortune in the playoffs. That's from Careless Whisper. Uh, Dodgers must beat Snell. Dodgers in four. We got Matt Quinn. Dodgers fans are pathetic. Just admit you're in trouble. Matt Quinn. Mr. Class, we got uh, when Mookie goes, the Dodgers goes from Diane Schroeder. I'm pissed. That's from Swell Sausage. Swell Sausage says Choketober. Uh, we got um, uh, get Belly out of this lineup. Hey, Belly had a hit tonight, man. I mean, uh, we got uh, 619 from the Melt Gun SRT4. Do you see me? What the hell? Uh, Dodgers will win the next two, one by and by a blowout. It's from Alex Renteria. Yeah, it's been a very tight series. Lots of drama, lots of tension, lots of stress. And Will a team blow one wide open? That's a interesting question because Tony Gonsolin, if he's starting for game three, which you guys have just told me down below, and I can confirm that, that yes, it is going to be interesting to see how he pitches because in his last starts, his last start, 
he went just two innings. And they're not going to ask for much from Tony Gonsolin, three, four, if he's a, th- three innings or four innings if he's efficient. He's not stretched out to go beyond that. But um, to getting, getting him off to a good start, when you consider that his ERA is just under 10 in the postseason with six dingers, that's going to be key to have him go out there and have success. But BB equals bench bats. Did we think we would sweep uh, game three is a must win? Uh, not stranding runners. Gonsolin starting Friday. Roger Gonzalez. Bellinger needs to step up. Why take out the goose? He was good luck. He was a good luck goose. I like that. I I hate my wife. Okay. <laughs> uh, give our pitchers run support. Mr. Classic. I've never been on my knees pleading, but I am. This is serious. You have the best team every year, Dave. <laughs> Bandwagon Padres fan. So, yeah. Bottom of the fourth. Let me talk about that one. The top of the fifth. Another one, two, three inning for Clay and Kershaw. So, he gets Kim to ground to third for the first out. He gets Soto to line to second for the second out. And then Machado, he grounds to first for the third out. So after... After the issues with the with the slider, just a lot of hits against Clayton Kershaw today. Just not the same filth and precision that we've seen. Just did not have that sharp break to that slider that we've been accustomed to seeing all season long, especially after he turned from the injury. But he allows three runs on six hits, had six punch outs, no walks, 80 pitches, 55 for strikes, gave the home run to Machado, but he did settle down. He ends up, ends up retiring the final nine hitters that he faced tonight. And then we jump to the top of the six. Jury leadoff single to center. First pitch single for the first out. Then Cronenworth, he grounded into a fielder's choice at first. They get the lead runner. And then Myers, he grounds into a fielder's choice by to a fielder's choice. And Trey Turner commits the error. So he was saved after that error by Trey Turner. Did you get some water here? And it was just not a good play by Trey Turner. I mean, when you consider how slow that ball was hit, he wasn't going to be able to turn that double play anyway. And you just can't give outs away. You can't give outs away in a critical moment, in a critical series, in the NLDS against the Padres. So he gives that out away, and he just takes his eye off it. And not only was it an error, you don't get the lead man there. So next man up, Profar, he singles to right, scoring Cronenworth to give the Padres a 4-3 lead. 95-mile-per-hour cutter. Didn't have great bite to it either. And that is the issue with Bruce Dar Gratter. A lot of people get caught up in that triple-digit but hitters get the bat on the ball. If you watch the preview show, that's exactly what I said. When you put the bat on the ball, bad things are are going to happen at some point. Defensively, you could have an error. You're going to put yourself in a position where sometimes it's going to find grass. But the no way Dave's job's on the line. DMAC, why are you being to us? We we look to you for hope. Hey, Suze, I give you hope. This team, there is a there's definitely a universe where the Dodgers can win the next two games. If you watch this team all year, you know that they could win the next two games or they could split the next two games and take it to five games. This team has the talent and depth to beat the Padres in this series, but they're going to have to step up. Tonight was a wake-up call. This team hasn't played meaningful baseball really for months because they've had this division locked up. They've had this league locked up when you consider home field advantage throughout but this Dodger team they need to step up and tonight you just look at their inability to come through in the clutch and that's exactly why they lost even with Clayton Kershaw allowing three runs in five innings that still gives a team like the Dodgers with their potent offense at home where they've had so much success averaging over five runs a game leading the league in OPS the top team with runners in scoring position you have to manufacture more runs with the amount of opportunities that they had tonight but uh, here we go. We got bottom of the sixth inning. 
Here's another example. Bottom of the sixth inning. Will Smith reaches on that infield single. Muncie doubles to left. We talked about this one. He knocks out Darvish, and then Will Smith goes to third. Then JT at the plate, runners on the corners, no outs. 0-2 pitch should have been strike three. Then JT ends up getting the call. They don't punch him out. Then the next pitch, he strikes out on a 100-mile-per-hour fastball down the middle that he just had trouble catching up with. And then Luxie grounds into that double play. We talked about this already. Didn't like the approach there. Top of the seventh inning, give Yancy Almonte credit. He comes in and strikes out the side. He punches out Kim swinging, gets Soto with a nasty sink away, strikes out Machado with the slider away, so it was nice to see Yancey Almonte if you're looking for things to be positive about Yancey Almonte coming in there first postseason experience after the year he's had, he was absolutely dealing FS1 coverage is terrible from Diane Schroeder, Trey's defense is questionable, yeah, Steven, do you guys are you guys concerned about Trey Turner's defense, and does that play into your decision to possibly not want him to re-sign with the Dodgers, or the Dodgers not to want to pay him big money, is it something where you consider how dynamic he is offensively. You saw tonight his ability to hit for power. Last night, two extra base hits. But his defense was definitely concerning. And tonight, like I said, we broke down his defensive miscue that led to a run there in the in the in the uh, the top of the sixth inning. But uh, later, they're lucky he didn't get burned by his other defensive blunder. But uh, they need to win four games, Robbie Peterson. This is not the team we watched all season. That's from Robert Benner. We beat ourselves. That's from Dodgers everything. We got your speaking facts from Stanley. Thanks, uh, Stanley. Uh, 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 We got Yup. Not very happy with Andrew. Only regular season Friedman. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how this series plays out. I think it's a little too early for... It's, it's too early to write the epitaph on this Dodgers team, so there's still a lot of games to play. Remember, the series is tied. They got their game. They stole game two at Dodger Stadium. This was a game they had to win. This was a must-win for the Padres because we know if the Dodgers win tonight and the Padres lose, they're not going to... Dodgers aren't going to lose three straight games. So the only chance the Padres had to beat the Dodgers, to beat Big Brother, really it is a, a, a more of a father-son relationship than a Big Brother-Little Brother relationship relationship but the only chance they had was winning tonight and they did just that but uh, uh Mookie Betts playing like Dookie Wet <laughs> what the heck Jay Bullet uh is Trey making a case for the Dodgers to throw money at him that's from Noah Estes bullpen game five remember that Estes bullpen that's what I said a couple of seconds ago and I mean I think they're not there's no way they would throw Clevenger out there I mean uh, just when you see how rocky he's been he's He's a below-average big league pitcher, and he struggles on the road. So I could definitely see that. And they're going to do whatever they can. I think you could see multiple guys go coming on short rest. Who knows? The Padres, they're willing to do anything they can to win this series, as should the Dodgers, to be quite frank. But uh, we will be watching the Flintstones reruns next week, Carl's. But I don't think so. I don't think so because, um, I mean, I, 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 we can still watch them and the Dodgers because the Flintstones are fire. But uh, we got Will D. Max Smith bases loaded at the bat was a letdown. The momentum swing was there, and the stadium was ready to explode. Yeah, so jump to the bottom of the seventh inning. So Trace, Tur- Trace Thompson, he flied to right for the first out. Jose Rod, here we go. We got, uh, he had one less error than Seager this year. That's from Jose Rod 05. Yeah, we also look at the range and, and things like that, but make no mistake about it, I've been saying for a while now that Trey Turner's defense has been disappointing based on what we were expecting. Throw money at Judge instead of Trey. That's from Noah Martinez. I think the Dodgers could throw a lot of money 
money at Aaron Judge, but if the Yankees want him and they want to pay him, he's going to end up in New York. And it's a situation, what if the Dodgers offer him the same amount and the Yankees offer him the same amount? Aaron Judge gets to decide who he signs with. But uh, not too much buzz right now about the Dodgers and Aaron Judge. But uh, uh, we got... uh, Dodgers need to become a fierce unit. They need to want it. Well, at least they get to watch a new episode of Andor, Little Brother. We got to FS1 commentary. It's completely biased. But uh, so, yeah, jump back in that bottom of the seventh. Trace Thompson, he flies to right for the first out. And then Cody Bellinger, he gets a one-out single. So for all the criticism about the bottom of the order and Cody Bellinger, Belly did a nice job, wasn't trying to do too much. He pokes a single there to left. And then Mookie Betts. He doubles to center, and that's a play that Trent Grisham, a gold glove winning center fielder, he went for it. But here's the big play in that sequence there. The big play in that sequence there was Profar did a fantastic job of backing up Trent Grisham. He backed him up. It prevented Belly from scoring, prevented a run possibly. So in that situation, that rolls to the wall. The Dodgers are going to be getting themselves another run right there. And they tie things up. So with runners on second and third, Trey Turner grounds to third and both runners hold. So that's another situation where you just hated hated that at bat there. Bottom of the seventh inning, a 1-0 pitch, Trey Turner grounds to third. And that's what I've been talking about and what I've been stressing is just bad at-bat quality in clutch situations. In that situation, you want to take a pitch. You want to work the count. You want to put some stress on that pitcher. Maybe he throws a wild pitch like Clayton Kershaw did earlier in the game and the runners advance. But no, the Dodgers being a little overly aggressive, which isn't their style. They're a team that they don't expand the strike zone. They do work counts and they do make you make pitches, but in that situation, a little overzealous there by Trey Turner. He ends up swinging at that and they're unable to get a run across. You saw Manny Machado do that little fake out there to Cody Bellinger and they don't get a run. So that goes for the second out. So the Dodgers have another opportunity there after they intentionally walked Freddie Freeman to get to Will Smith. So the Dodgers base is loaded. Will Smith at the plate after the intentional walk to Freddie Freeman. Two outs, and you got Will Smith, a 2-2 count. And if you look at that at bat, Will Smith, he swung at ball three. That He swung at a pitch that he ends up fouling off that would have been ball three. It was a couple inches up out of the zone. That makes it a 2-2 count. And he was unable to come through. So, yeah, I mean, that situation is just frustrating. It was definitely frustrating to see the Dodgers in those big spots tonight again and again and again and again, but they they just weren't able to get that big hit. And sometimes it happens in baseball, but it definitely felt like they were pressing a little bit tonight. And then Will Smith, I mean, he gave it a pretty pretty good ride. I mean, it was a changeup, low in the zone. He ends up lining to center there, and that was all she wrote. So the Dodgers, runners on second and third, with one out, unable to capitalize and cash in. And then you have bases loaded, two outs, and you're unable to get a run across to tie things up. But here we go. We got uh, uh, this is uh, we got this from JR. We got uh, uh, need to be better on the D and the base pass. Go see the Padres. The Padres will lose. Uh, we got uh, Trey is not clutch. That's from Bob Bowie. Justin Turner's strikeout was just as bad. Yeah, we discussed that at length already and really should have struck out on the previous pitch, and he definitely looked like he was a little overpowered there, overmatched against that 101-mile-per-hour heater by Suarez. But uh, MLB wants a Game 5, a competitive series, is the narrative. That's from Noah Martinez. I don't see that because the Dodgers were getting calls tonight. I mean, look at the U Darvis 
69-mile-per-hour pitch that wasn't called for a strike that Max Muncy ultimately homered during that at-bat. Then later in the game, the Justin Turner pitch that wasn't called a strike three. I didn't think that the, it would the umpiring cost the Dodgers the game. The Dodgers cost the Dodgers the game. They beat themselves. But, uh, Justin, you don't, you shouldn't be losing games where you out-homer your opponent. Yeah, that's definitely an anomaly there. You, typically, when you out-homer your opponent, you're going to put yourself in a position to win. Last season, teams went 25-2 and two when they out-homered their opponent in the postseason. When you out-slug your opponent, you give yourself a great chance to win statistically in the Dodgers, you got to feel good about three home runs. But like we pointed out earlier, the Dodgers haven't scored a run past the third inning in games one or games two. So they have to find a way to manufacture runs in the middle innings late in games. They just haven't gotten it done so far. But uh, yeah, so jumping to the top of the eighth inning. It's very interesting. If you saw Cronenworth, he gets called back, talks to one of the coaches, and it's almost like they're discussing something about Blake Trinan. And Blake Trinan, he ends up hitting a tank. He ends up hitting a tank, hits that home run off of Blake Trinan, and that made it 5-3 Padres. And, yeah, he hit an absolute bomb. And, yeah, I think Blake Trinan in that inning – yeah, you just kind of wonder about the impact that he could possibly have on this team. And I think that there's a chance that we could be looking back and saying, hey, maybe Blake Trine should possibly have underwent surgery and put himself in a better position to come back. But he did end up striking out Myers with a slider. He ends up walking pro far. Didn't have great, great command there on that fastball. He was missing with the sinker. So he definitely was erratic there. And then... He they intensely watched walk Grisham and he gets in a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. One hundred and thirty six Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. He gets Nola to ground into that fielder's choice to sh- fielder's choice to short, and then he gets Kim to pop to first. So a little rocky there, but yeah, like I said, the issue I had with Blake Trinan was the fact that he hadn't pitched in any meaningful games this season. But uh, a small ball, D-Mac, do you think the Dodgers should play more small ball? Let me know down below. But Neil, Will Smith had two chances with runners in scoring position. Yeah, this is the thing. This, this Padres team... On the season, they've been nails in closed games. If you look at their record in one-run games, it's like 34-17, and 17, 12 walk-offs. And the times that the Dodgers lost to the Padres this season, the majority of them came with two runs or less. And yes, some of those were the Craig Kimbrell when he walked in Alfaro, when Craig Kimbrell... When he got hit in the back with Cronenworth, gave the double to Voight. But still, the Dodgers in close games, that definitely is a concern. And this was a close game that they did not win. But the Kirsch pitch is better when it's not October. That's from Adam818. We got no Dodgers suck from Ultra Instinct. Tell me how you really feel. William, I'm ready for better hitting coaches or coaches. Where's Dustin May? I mean, who knows? You might see Dustin May piggybacking off of Tony Gonsolin in the next one. Uh, Here we go. So jumping to... 
the uh, yeah, and then top of the eighth, uh, top of the ninth inning, Tommy Canley. I mean, he to me is the most dangerous reliever. Him and Evan Phillips, he's an absolute baller out there. Tommy Canley, he goes out there, he struck out Soto, he struck out Machado, and he struck out Drury, and that changeup was just filthy, bottom of the zone. He's nasty, he's disgusting, and yeah, tons of. I think he pretty much threw all changeups. He threw one, he threw two four seam fastballs, and the rest were changeups on uh on 10 pitches so yeah yeah he looks fantastic tommy canley is going to be a dude he's going to be a guy that they're going to rely upon late in games and then bottom of the ninth inning mookie bets he takes a strike looking and then second pitch a sinker inner half a weak pop-up and that's just another bat at bat by your franchise player and mookie bets you need to step up you need to step up you need to have a much better game yes you got the double but we need to see more from mookie bets just and we'll take, we'll take last night, Freddie Freeman, the at-bats weren't as great. He looked like he was pressing a little bit at times tonight. He hits a home run. He gets a double. So you can snap out of it. Mookie Betts, so the at-bats just haven't been good. And then after that, Trey Turner, he goes down swinging. He was up two and one in the count. And then he misses on two straight sinkers up in the zone. The last one, man, I mean, that was a sinker, middle, middle. He just missed it. And then Freddie Freeman, he gets down in the count. 0-2, then on the third pitch, 99-mile-per-hour fastball up in the zone. Freddie Freeman just laced it. Great piece of hitting there by Freddie Freeman Fredericks of Hollywood. And then another opportunity to, that put the tying run at the plate in Will Smith. And Will Smith, hitters count up 3-1, and one, and he fouls off that. Yeah, Will Smith is missing some pitches that we've seen. We, tonight he missed some pitches. Last night he was phenomenal. Tonight he definitely missed some pitches that we've seen him crush. I mean, fastball, inner half, um, he does have those reverse splits, but he fouls that one off, and then he flies out to end the game on a pitch that really was middle middle, and yeah, he just he got he just kind of hit it, uh, didn't get it on the sweet spot there. So Dodgers lose, kind of broke it all down, and we told you why pitching just not. Uh, Clayton Kershaw rocky outing, gutted his way through five innings. I don't think he was the reason why they lost. You consider the fact that you Darvish also gave up some runs. It was neck and neck. Bruce Dark Gratterall. If you've been watching my show for months now, I told I've told you before and I'll tell you again, when you're a pitch to contact bullpen piece, you're going to get yourself into trouble at times. And it was a phenomenal catch, by the way, by Cody Bellinger earlier in this game. He's a guy that can impact the game with his defense. And he made a great catch, a great route there. Not the greatest route, but the range was great. But uh, yeah, Bruce Dark Gratterall. Misses some spots. They're getting the bat on the ball when he was in the game. And then later in the game, Blake Trinan. Was that the best spot for Blake Trinan when you consider the fact that he had missed so much time? I mean, yeah, they wanted to. They they told them themselves that he is ready for these high leverage situations. So clearly... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Blake Trinan because he gave that tank, and hopefully I mean, the velocity was okay. The movement was solid in certain stretches, but, yeah, the reality is the bullpen for the Padres outpitched the Dodgers' bullpen once again, or, or tonight they did. Last night, Dodgers were phenomenal, but Dodgers 0 for 17 against that bullpen. Tonight they weren't able to manufacture a hit. The reality is the Dodgers' offense won hasn't come through in the clutch. They have not gotten that big hit despite multiple opportunities that we broke down tonight again and again and again in consecutive innings. And then also their inability to get to this Padres bullpen. And we saw their high leverage guys tonight in 
in Suarez, and they just weren't able to get to it. Mookie Betts goes one for four. Trey goes one for five with the bomb. Freddie goes two for four with the home run. Will Smith, he goes one for five, was able to get that one single, too. So Will Smith hit the ball hard, was able to get that single. He left four men on base today. Uh, Max Muncy, a two-hit game, goes two for four. JT goes one for three. Lux goes two for four. Trace Thompson goes hitless. So Trace Thompson, the only Dodger that didn't get a hit, and then the big decision to pinch hit for Cody Bellinger in situation with Austin Barnes. So, yeah, I mean, that's the one we'll, we'll never know with uh, with Austin Barnes and in that situation where the Dodgers elect to go for the pinch hit there. But it was an interesting choice. And bottom of the eighth inning, you go with uh, you go with uh, Austin Barnes against Hader. Hader comes in to to go for that four-out save. And who are your options there? Miguel Vargas? Miguel Vargas versus a lefty, a guy that has never taken a postseason at bat. Yeah, I see the logic of going with an Austin Barnes, a guy who, let's not forget, he was the hero against Blake Snell and the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 6 of the 2020 World Series. He's a guy that's got some big hits, and he's just really improved as a hitter in general. But it did appear early in that count that he didn't have uh, the best chance to, to get a hit there. And Cody Bellinger, you just never know. I mean, I, I mean, it, would any of us be absolutely shocked if Cody Bellinger went up there against Josh Hader in a big moment in October with Code Tober in the mix that he would come through and possibly get a big hit? I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. But uh, I mean, this team. You know they're going to they're you know they're going to play the numbers game. You know they're always going to want to go with those platoon splits. And yes, even though Cody Bellinger does have a home run in his career against Josh Hader this season, this season hitting 213 against lefties with a 5.83 OPS, two home runs. I mean, if you compare that split to his versus righties, versus righties, a 6.84 OPS, hitting 2.09, of course, a, a much, much, uh, a lot more opportunities. So, yeah, I, I just didn't love that move for Austin Barnes, and I really want to know what the status is of Chris Taylor. But, yep, guys, hope you're feeling a little better about this one, knowing just exactly how the Dodgers lost this one and what the what's ahead of them. Because, yeah, I mean, what you're going to look for in the next game is I think you're going to see more patience from these Dodgers hitters. I think you're going to see them take some more pitches, and I don't think you're going to see them as aggressive in certain spots when you have runners on base in key situations. I think the Gavin Lux double play in the sixth, Trey Turner second pitch swinging there in the seventh. So, yeah, Dodgers need to capitalize on these base runners. But the good news is they have created they have created base runners. They have gotten guys on base. They just haven't been able to cash in and get those runs. So I still feel confident about the Dodgers in this series. Hopefully there's lots of Dodger blue in the stands at Dodger Stadium South. What do you guys think the percentage breakdown is going to be of Dodger fans to Padres fans on Friday? But here we go. It's, uh, I agree Barnes should have uh, caught for Kershaw. All you can eat barbecue. Yeah, I mean, that was if you watched the uh, show a couple days ago, I'm saying, look, I mean, it's a trade-off, right? I mean, the fact is, one, you have the DH. So if you want Will Smith in the lineup, you can still have him in the lineup through some iteration. Then, two, do you weigh the fact that, hey, do we give Kershaw the best chance to succeed with Austin Barnes behind the plate? But I still think that Kershaw probably went to them. They had a conversation. They discussed it. And he probably thought, hey, with Will Smith in the lineup, I have a better chance to get more run support. So it's just a trade-off there. And, yeah, I think that Kershaw, you're gonna, he probably has already said that he didn't have his best stuff. I'm absolutely 
absolutely assuming, but I think it was a win for the Dodgers. The fact they still were able to get five innings out of him and three runs, considering how his stuff looked at times and the fact he didn't have that that slider like we've been accustomed to seeing. But it's already sold out. Tried getting tickets from Oscar. We got to not just two bad games with Mookie. He looked bad in the last six against Colorado's from Diane Schroeder. We got to 51-50 Rams. We win game three and win game five. Urias versus Clev Mania bullpen. This was never as sweet. We're fine. Padres play worse at home. Uh, it's already we got to Dodger Stadium South. We Dodger Stadium South. We come get your popcorn ready. That's from Robert over on YouTube. Seventy-five percent Dodgers fans, thirty-five percent PED Dre's. <laughs> Breakdown's pretty interesting there. Fifteen uh, percent Dodger fans. It'll be a true road game. Interesting. Uh, I think it's. I think it'll see a good amount of Dodger fans. There's no question about it. They're going to be hopefully traveling there. They hopefully you'll see Dodgers fans in droves down in San Diego. But uh, Doug, if it weren't for the shift, Kirsch would would have been rocked. Um, there was a lot of hits. I mean, there was a lot of hits. There was a lot of hard contact against Kirsch tonight. And yeah, I mean, but also you saw a lot of, a lot of ground balls that were firing the hole. I mean, the double down the line and left by, by, uh, by Manny Machado there. Yeah. It just wasn't Kershaw's best night, but I don't think that it was a complete, it wasn't a, he doesn't like he got chased after two innings or something like that and gave up like six home runs or anything to that extent. I think when you consider some of the jams that he was in and how he was able to get out of them, it's just, it just could have been worse. It looked like it was going to get ugly. And then the fact he retired his, the last nine batters he faced, he had a one, two, three, fourth and a one, two, three, fifth. And then top of the third inning after he allowed that double to Machado and Corona were grounded to first to get for, to get that third run of the night for the Padres to get Myers to line out. So yeah, definitely the second inning two getting out of that jam, allowing those two hits. So yeah, I think it wasn't the best night for Clayton Kershaw. They're going to need more from him and more from Julio moving forward. You're going to need more length because you can't rely on this bullpen to give you four shutdown innings each and every single game for a, for multiple series all the way up into the world series. So yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see how this team responds. I have confidence in this confidence in this team. And I definitely think this is a team that has it in them to, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers won the next two. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them split and we're looking at a winner take all game five. I think it's been entertaining baseball. I think it's been a lot of drama filled baseball. So get ready, buckle up, take tomorrow, watch the rest of the games, kind of recalibrate. But uh, yep, guys, thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers lose game two to the Padres by a final score of five to three Dodgers back in action on Friday. You got Blake Snell versus Tony Gonsolin in a game where it's whoever wins that game is going to be in the driver's seat to win this series. But a couple more comments here and we will be done for tonight. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys, we got some clarity at the very least, because I know you're frustrated. Anytime your Dodgers lose in the postseason, it's very painful. And trust me, these players, they want to win. These managers, this organization wants to win. We all want the Dodgers to succeed, but uh, we'll make it through this. This is what this organization does it's part of the process with the Dodgers like Vince Scully said it's never easy for the Dodgers but Snellzilla Matthew does anybody else here hate the Padres more than the Giants recharge Dodgers Nation we got to support the team on Friday thanks DMAC Catman got this have faith that's from Quack uh, MLB trying to make Puds the face of the Pods the face of the league and that's yeah, even without without uh, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. hey DMAC um 
you're sounding and looking like you have a having a bad gut feeling about this series or I'm just reading you wrong. That's from Michael Tracy. I don't have a bad gut feeling about this series. If you watch my preview show, I said, you know what? I'll try to manifest the sweep, but my brain says it'll be a five-game series because this Padres team has a lot of talent and they have a lot of familiarity with this Dodgers team and this is their World Series. And also, I respect Bob Melvin as a manager. This is an adult in the room now down in San Diego. It isn't Jay's Tingler down in San Diego. So this team does have a lot of talent and they're also a team that they have some bullpen pieces and they have some good starters. So it doesn't surprise me that they won tonight. The Dodgers, if everything went right, the Dodgers definitely could have won tonight and they could have they could have swept this series. But it's not like they're playing a team that's that's devoid of talent. There's you have Juan Soto, you have Manny Machado, an MVP caliber player on that team. You have you Darvish, who when he's on, he's one of the best pitchers when it comes to pure raw stuff in the league. So my gut feeling tells me that this is going to be a dog fight. It's going to be a back alley brawl between the Dodgers and the Padres, a team that has looked up to this Dodgers organization for years and they they want nothing more than to beat the 111 win Dodgers team. So I don't have a bad gut feeling about it, but it's definitely a wake up call for this Dodgers offense, because if they just execute, you get a few more base hits tonight, they still win having not played their best baseball. So the Dodgers have not played their best baseball yet this series, but this offense needs to wake up. They need to produce. And I think too, a lot of nervous tension, a lot of nervous energy at Dodgers stadium. When the Dodgers trail, you can hear a pin drop. I mean, there's libraries that are louder than Dodger Stadium when they're trailing in big games. So I think the fact they're going to go on the road, you also see Dodger fans, but also I think that that us against the world, that road mentality that this Dodgers team will have, I think that they're going to be just fine. But uh, how about you guys look at some final takes and I'll let you guys uh, BS, you guys, BS guys choking. Uh, Tatis is Mike Tyson. Uh, We got Dustin can give us good two or three innings. Padres want the 111 win Dodgers so bad. Yep. Where is it? It's in San Diego. D-Mac, we know you and the rest of the Fantastic Four are going to crush in game three. That's from Negative. Appreciate you, my man. Um, a D-Mac Dodgers need to end the tank, play their best. Alex Renteria, DM post game show versus everybody. I'm pretty sure um, D-Mac meant this is San Diego's World Series. Yeah, exactly. Um, us against the World LMAO. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what galvanized teams. I mean, winning road baseball is definitely something that really brings teams together. I mean, we saw so many big games that this Dodgers team was able to win throughout the years, whether it be in Milwaukee or in Chicago or even even in Houston, even though they, they had to win one to get back here. So this team can win the road. But uh, uh, rate tonight's game out of 10. As far as the entertainment factor, it was an entertainment game, entertaining game. You had offense on both sides. You had a lot of tension. As far as a watchable watch watchability goes, I'll probably give this game an eight. An eight. I think it's solid eight. I mean, a ten. You want a great game plus a walk off. You want some late late inning heroics. But uh, yeah, I'll give it an eight. Um, D-Mac, how are you against lefties? But uh, all right, guys. But yeah, thanks a lot, guys, for rocking with us. We went a little over. We had a lot to get into on this one. By the way, if you haven't yet, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at DMAC underscore LA. I'm going to be posting a lot of content next few days, breaking this all down and talking about things the Dodgers need to do to improve their chances of getting to some of these San Diego pitchers. But thanks for rocking with us, as always, guys. And uh, as always, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that 
subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you haven't yet, tell some of your friends who are Dodgers Nation fans to, to subscribe to the channel because we're going to be with you guys all postseason long. I'd be stroking. Thanks for rocking with us. Uh, yes, yeah, so you guys next time. Remember, nothing brings us together like Dodgers baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home.